Hey, my name is Katie Pijanowski, and I'm a certified life coach and motivational speaker, and I'm here to help you unlock your true strength so you can create the life of your dreams. I teach you my best tips to master your mindset, create confidence, and empower yourself to take back your life. It's your time. This is the Mind and Body Strong Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Mind and Body Strong podcast. Today, we are still in our Money Mindset March, and this is the third podcast episode out of four where we're really diving into money, building a better relationship with money, figuring out where it's all at. That's what we did. The first day is like really plugging those money drains. Then on day two, we worked on clearing the way for cash flow, both in your physical environment and in your mental environment. And today's topic I'm really excited about because today we're talking about transforming your money legacy. This is a big deal, you guys, because how many of you have grown up thinking, well, I don't have any money. I didn't grow up with money. Have you seen my bank accounts? I'm clearly no millionaire. I still have student debt, personal debt. How am I going to create this legacy? And for many of us, I'm 26. So in our generation, maybe we don't necessarily think about that as much as maybe we we could, is the, creating a legacy for ourselves. And legacy is, you know, thinking way down the line of creating this financial future for yourself, which really starts with all of these small steps that we're laying out in this money mindset series. So what does that mean for you? to create a money legacy because you can truly have control over your financial destiny. It doesn't matter what's in your bank account today. It doesn't matter what debt you hold today. None of that matters. I know it seems crazy, but you can literally control it. If we go back to the episode where I talk about the model, This is really where this comes into play because our results in our life are really dictated by our thoughts. So if we can rewire our thoughts, then anything is possible. Money and your finances don't just happen to you, my friends, and you are not a victim of your circumstances when it comes to money. It is all revolved around your thoughts and your beliefs, which is really a thought that you've been thinking on repeat so much so that it gets ingrained into our unconscious brain and it's just almost automatic we see it as a truth our brains are really smart and they want to conserve energy and so when we're thinking a thought on repeat it becomes this belief system and when something rubs up up against our belief system that's where we can find a lot of trouble that's where we can find a lot of resistance a lot of challenge but knowing that going into this process and we're going to I'm going to walk you through an activity that's really going to bring this up for you to be able to find out exactly where you're at currently so that you can move towards where you really want to be. Another thing I want to mention about transforming your money legacy is that you have the option to make conscious and deliberate choices about what you want in your financial life and what you want it to look like. So, right here, I want you to just dream so big so big. I want you to forget about what's currently in your bank account, forget about all the debt that you currently have, and find yourself in this place, even if you have to close your eyes, if you're sitting down somewhere, and really give your chance, 
yourself a chance to dream so big. How much money would you want to make if anything was possible? What would you use that money for? I think sometimes phrasing it that way allows us to actually determine what it is we want. Do you want to buy investment properties? Do you want to be a digital nomad and live wherever you want all the time? I know for me, my big dreams, financial dreams, is to first and foremost be debt-free, to be able to pay with everything in full, have multiple six figures saved up in my savings accounts, to be able to pay for a brand new car in cash, to buy myself a horse and be able to own, board, and take care of a horse, to do shows, to pick up and go to Europe tomorrow if I wanted to. That's the financial future I'm working towards for me and for my family because that's what I desire. That's what makes me so excited. Where we get caught up in the dreaming part of this, I believe, is that we get so caught up in the how. How are we going to make this happen? How am I going to pay off all this debt? I have $36,000 of debt or more than that. How am I going to make this happen, Katie? How am I going to save up all this money? It just seems impossible. But when we can put the how aside and really focus on the feelings we want to create and that vision and really tapping into that vision and that feeling really as much as possible, that's really where a lot of the magic happens. And we can start taking the next right step towards our dream life and to really not discount the small steps. Those small steps are really what makes the difference. When you look back, you're going to be so glad that you did those little tiny things that we've been talking about in this money series to set the foundation for your financial future. So this is a big, big deal. Your current financial situation is a representation of the old you and your old beliefs about money. So this is where I'm saying that anything can be possible. If our belief systems are just thoughts we've been thinking on repeat and we can always change our thoughts so that we can feel better and take better action to produce better results, then we can work to change our thoughts and create new beliefs so that we can transform how we we think about money. This is transforming now so that you can Say, make more money than you ever have before if that's what you want. To allow yourself to keep the money you've made so that you can create the lifestyle you've always wanted. Maybe you want to buy expensive cars. Maybe you want to own a big house or to own a boat or to be able to travel wherever you want. The sky's the limit, my friends. This is where you dream big. You can seriously, no matter where you are at in your life and where what your finances currently are telling you, you can make this happen for you. I promise. You can gracefully accept money for your services, whether you work for yourself or someone else. How many of us have issues asking for and receiving money? I'll be the first to raise my hand that that was a big problem for me. Receiving money, I didn't feel like I deserved it. Asking for money, I really questioned my worth. It was very ingrained in me that I wasn't going to be able to accept that. And so I've been really working to set myself up with a lot of beliefs that I'm going to give you guys identity statements to refer back to. 
So there's also ways that we give up our power around money. And I think this is important to mention because when we know these things and we become more aware of our patterns and how we might give up our power around money, that's where we can really start to take that observer view and find out, okay, what's really going on here? What am I feeling in this situation? What am I thinking in this situation? And how can I rewire that so that it feels better and that it's more aligned with the future I'm trying to create? So some of those things that we do to give away our power, sometimes without even realizing it really, is we're afraid to avoid conflict. Maybe it's with friends or family and you're going out to dinner or on a vacation and we want to avoid conflict with them. So we put ourselves at a financial risk. Or maybe we're afraid of facing financial responsibilities. Maybe you're afraid to look at your actual debt and how much you owe. There was a time where I really didn't know what the heck was going on with any of my accounts and I just flew by the seat of my pants and hoped it all worked out. Luckily, most of the time it did, but because I have so much awareness now and I know where my money's going, I know how much debt I have, and I've put my focus on really making sure that that's paid off because that's a big goal for myself, I feel so much more in control of my financial future because of that, because I took the responsibility to become aware of my current situation, to accept that, forgive myself, and move forward. Other ways we could give away our power is we're afraid of what others might think of us. It's like I mentioned in one of the first episodes of this series, where money is one of those things that we're all supposed to have, but no one's really supposed to talk about it, right? We just think that everyone should have the money and be able to do all the things that we want to do, but that's not always the case, right? And just because we're working towards this financial future where you can do anything with money, we need to also accept where we're at now. So while you want to get to a place where you can travel wherever you want and pay cash for the car, maybe your finances don't currently reflect that. And that is okay. Taking that look and being able to ask yourself and go back to the second episode of this series and find out what are my priorities with money? What makes me feel abundant with money? What are my top goals with money and aligning your spending and saving with those things are really going to allow you that financial freedom that you ultimately desire in the future. So I'm not saying go out tomorrow and put yourself in more debt and buy the car because it makes you feel abundant. Maybe you're not quite there yet, but if you keep holding on to that feeling and making those small steps towards that goal, if that is a goal for you, it will happen for you. A few more ways that you could be giving your power away with money is you're afraid of looking like a failure or you might be afraid of disempowering someone else. These are real fears that come up around money and just ways that we give our power away because we don't want to deal with it. Like I said, it's such a taboo topic and so that's why I think it's so important to talk about here. We aren't tuned into the reality of abundance. We are often so much turned into scarcity. And I think this is where we really get stuck. We're always thinking that there's not enough and that if someone else has more, then that means less for me. And that's just not the case. Abundance is the reality, my friends. You actually have the skill to align with that abundance that the universe has to provide for you. 
I truly believe that if you are able to tune into that abundance that is out there, just look around. I mean, look at how many blades of grass are on the ground. Look at the beautiful blue skies. Look at all the cars on the road. That's abundance. Look at all the things that you have in your home, all the clothes you have, all the people you have in your life. That's all abundance. And money is just simply another tool, another source of energy that's in the universe. Therefore, it's abundant. Therefore, it's always available for you. And we just need to align ourselves in that energy of where money is flowing so that we can receive it. Okay? So, I'm going to give you a little activity. This one's really good. You can write it down or you can just think about it in your head. But this is really going to start to unravel what is your relationship with money right now and where where could we make some small steps forward towards improving that. So, I want you to think about what is the most money you've ever been paid or could imagine being paid for working with at a single job or on a single job or if you're a coach, maybe a single client. So really think about that. What is the most money you've ever been paid before or could be imagine, imagine being paid? Got that number in your head or you're writing it down. Now... If you did write this down, you could also do this mentally. Add a zero at the end of that. Yep, add a zero. Now, what came up for you when you saw that number? When you wrote down the most money you've ever been paid or could ever imagine being paid, and you added a zero at the end, what were the feelings that came up for you? What was your first reaction? definitely want to know that. And if you're writing this down, definitely pause the podcast for a little bit so you can journal on this because this is super important. And I'm also going to include in the description a disempowering beliefs about money worksheet. It goes through nine different disempowering beliefs that you might have about money. This is really to build awareness so that you can, again, reframe these thoughts and beliefs and start to pick new ones. A few of those that are on this sheet are, I don't really deserve this money because I don't know enough. So that was one that kind of popped up for me when I wrote down the number of the most money I've ever been paid. And then I added a zero at the end. I was like, whoa, I don't deserve that. I don't know enough. I don't deserve this money. And a few others on here, I secretly worry and might upset someone if I make this much money. Maybe some of you are feeling that way. If I make this much money, other people aren't going to like me. I'm going to be disowned from my family and friends or they're going to want favors from me. So some some of the time, our beliefs that people are going to not be our friends anymore, not be a part of our lives anymore is one thing that can hold us back from creating the financial future that we desire. So I want you to take a look at that sheet and circle the ones that you found came up for you or that resonate with you the most. And those beliefs, if you did identify some of those, where are those coming from anyways, right? Where are these disempowering beliefs about money coming from, about how it's there's never enough and you don't deserve it? Well, beliefs really come from our programming, which oftentimes 
comes from our caretakers. Our programming is just like all of the information we take in from about zero to seven. This is usually, again, from parents or caretakers, and it really informs the way you view yourself and views the world. So a lot of times, discovering these things, it might relate back like, oh, I remember that one time I heard my mom or dad say there's never enough money or money doesn't grow on trees. And that's where I've built that belief system that there's never enough. Therefore, I don't feel like I should have I should have this financial future I desire. So the result of your identity and your beliefs you created over time, thinking these patterns, these same thoughts over time, cause you to take action and behave in certain ways, solve problems, to learn, evaluate, communicate, get results. Because ultimately, remember, how we think really dictates how we feel, how we act, and what the results we produce in our life. So getting a a handle on these is super important to build awareness so you can understand, oh, that's why I've been getting that result in my life. That's why I keep paying off debt and then putting more back on. That's why I can never keep X amount of dollars in my savings account. That's why I'm always impulse spending. So getting really in-depth with these beliefs are really going to help you understand where you're creating the results you currently have and to show yourself compassion and again, go back to that forgiveness factor. There's no need to beat yourself up here. It's just... Being an observer and offering yourself compassion. So now that we have that underway, we need to create better power statements around money. Specifically, identity statements. And what do I mean by identity statements? I mean I am statements. So specifically saying I am, for example, the voice of prosperity. Some other examples might be I am abundance. I am a money magnet. I am a creator of wealth. I embody wealth. I am a peaceful container for wealth. I am the generous generator. Just a few that I came up with. Now, if you're having trouble saying some of those and really believing them because you do have to really believe something you're saying in order for it to really help you because if you are saying something like I am wealth and that completely brings up all these negative emotions in you ultimately our actions are driven by those those emotions so what I recommend to you if you're having trouble saying some of those I am statements is to create bridge thoughts or ladder thoughts So what I mean by this is if you think of a spectrum and you have, here's my disempowering belief about money currently, and then we travel across the line to this ultimate belief of abundance about money, or I am wealth, or I am abundance. We have to pass through the center in order to get to abundance from this disempowering belief. So if we can create this thought in the middle that's more neutral that we can believe currently, we're going to be closer towards getting towards that abundance factor. So some ways you can phrase that are, I am in the process of believing that money is all around me. 
I am choosing to believe money is all around me and is always available to me and is always working in my favor. I am open to the idea that money is everywhere and always available to me and I am always worth it. Or you can say something like, I am becoming a wealthy woman or man. So creating those bridge thoughts really helps you to get into that feeling space because really the feelings are so important. But if we don't first choose those thoughts carefully, those beliefs carefully, we can't generate the feeling we want to feel. So practice some of those bridge thoughts or some of those identity I am statements to really help you dive deeper into this process because that is going to really, really benefit you in helping you create your financial story. And again, going back to the beginning of this episode, dream so big, dream so big. And once you dream big, oftentimes that's where you're going to have the inner critics start coming out and start saying, who are you to deserve that? You can't do that. You don't know enough. And that's when you know that there's some disempowering beliefs that you have an opportunity to work through. Again, it's nothing to be ashamed about. It's nothing to beat yourself up about. It's just like, oh, hey, there you are. Even giving your inner critic a name like, oh, hey there, Victoria, there you are. I didn't know you were invited to this party. (laughs) Sometimes I like to talk to my inner critic like a person because it helps you to gain distance from the feelings and thoughts that you're going through so that you can more objectively look at them and say, oh, okay, my thoughts really aren't me. They're just sentences going through my head and I can choose whichever ones I attach myself to. So I want to feel confident about money. I want to feel powerful about money. I want to feel freedom about money, joyful about money, prosperous with money, right? So these are feelings that I want to feel. So what kind of thoughts or beliefs would I have to have in order to create those feelings in my life? That's what I'm always thinking about for myself. So for me, it's money's all around me. I am abundance. I'm capable of doing anything I set my mind to. Things like that. And really work through that process of coming up with your identity statements or bridge thoughts to really help you hammer in those new beliefs. And I highly recommend that once you pick maybe three to five, make three to five either I am statements or You can use those bridge thoughts if that works better for you. And I recommend practicing them every single day. I have an alarm that goes off on my phone. It's actually three different words to remind me of the kind of person I want to show up as. So it's always vibrant, focus, bold, vibrant, focus, bold. And I have different alarms that go off during the day to remind me. Am I being vibrant? Am I being focused? Am I being bold? So I used to do some of the same things with affirmations and always bring those up. Or anytime I had just free space in my day, I was repeating and repeating and repeating those. And when the disempowering belief would come up, I'd say, oh, I no longer think that. Like, thanks for popping up and showing you're here, but we actually don't need you here at this party anymore. But thanks for showing up. <laughs> so work through that process and see what you find and see what opportunities you have to be able to move to a place that feels better. All right. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you got so much value from this and I can't wait to hear your identity statements and your bridge thoughts. 
and building better beliefs for yourself about money. See you on next week's episode. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Mind and Body Strong podcast. You are what makes this movement and message possible. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend, a coworker, a family member, or take a screenshot and share it on your favorite social media platform and tag Mind and Body Strong. To learn more about coaching and courses to help you take your journey to the next level, visit mindandbodystrong.com.